May the Lord speak to our hearts. May Chinedu have nothing to offer, but may the Lord bring his word to our hearts. Let's pray. Lord, we ask that you will have your way. We know the time is short. It was communion and there was a lot of other things to do. But Lord, in the time we have, we ask you, Lord, just make your word simple to our hearts. And let all the glory be to you and to you alone. In your name we pray. Amen. Now, before I go into the message, I want to thank every one of you that have prayed for my family and um, Taiwo, especially as we went to bury her mother in Nigeria. Uh, we came back a few days ago, but we got a lot of messages and texts and calls, and it's so good to belong to a family of love. And so thank you all very much for that. Today's topic is titled, The God of All Grace. The God of all grace. And we have only one verse we are looking at this morning. 2 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 8. I'm reading from the New King James Version. But we'll also look at some other versions as well, if we have time. The context is actually Paul talking about giving. That's the context. And if you read the preceding verses, it gives the context about if you give sparingly, you receive sparingly. If you give lavishly, you receive lavishly. It's about giving. But verse 8, <clears throat> like every part of Scripture, is so inspired that it can speak to the context but it can speak beyond the context. I would like to use this verse to extrapolate a number of things about the God of all grace. So I'll read the verse in the New King James first. It says, And God is able to make all grace abound toward you, that you, always having all sufficiency in all things, may have an abundance for every good work. Now, just looking at the verse from the New King James, some things pop up. And one of the things that pop up is the all. All grace. All sufficiency. All things. Another thing that pops up is abundance, abounding. And so I'd like to look at five dimensions of grace from this one verse. Five dimensions of grace. Number one, it says God is able to make all grace available. God is able. And the first thing is, 
available grace from God. God is the one that makes grace available. We cannot earn grace. We cannot work to receive grace. Grace is this free gift that God gives. And it's God who makes it available. Plenteous grace. I'll talk about that later on. But grace comes from God. Now, some of us, because we use the old or the new King James, the, the rendition, although it's not particularly, I'm not saying the new King James is the best version, but the rendition brings a focus on something. It says God is the one able, talks of the ability of God. God is the one able to make grace. No one else can make grace available. No one else can give grace. Your husband cannot give grace. Your wife cannot give grace. Your friends cannot give grace. And for those of you who really are looking to your husbands to give grace, I'm sorry for you. Because we husbands are so broken. We are so weak. And some women are tired because they really, really want their husbands to give grace. I feel so sorry for my wife. She wants grace from me. I don't have grace except when God makes grace available. Amen. No one gives grace except God gives grace. And if I am able to give grace to you, it's because God, first of all, gave grace to me. You cannot earn grace. You don't fight for grace. You don't work for grace. Sometimes we want to work hard and sweat and say, yes, we did this. The result of my hard work. And it's good to work hard. But if we trust our work, then we stop trusting grace. We're asking the Lord, let grace come on our work. Let grace come on the things we do. But hard work without grace is frustration. Or sometimes brings pride. God makes grace available. Amen. The second dimension of grace in the same verse, it says God is able to make all grace abound to you. And that's the second thing, abundant grace. God makes grace ab available, but not minimal grace. God's will is not to give us minimal grace, just enough grace for the day. And sometimes we pray some prayers that sound holy, 
and good, but it's not God's heart. Don't ask, oh God, just give me enough grace, just enough to survive. God doesn't want to give just enough grace to survive. God wants to give us what? Abundant grace. An overflow of grace. Many times I look at myself and I say, Lord, I don't deserve what I get. I find there's just an overflow of God's help. I see things happening around me. I know this is not me. I just see an overflow and that's my prayer. Lord, don't give me just enough grace to survive. I need an overflow. I need an abundance. How many of you need an abundance of grace? So it's not a holy prayer to just say, Lord, give me just grace to survive. God says, I want to give you an abundance of grace. God is able to make all grace abound. The third dimension of grace is grace for all sufficiency. So he says that you always having all sufficiency in all things. You know, God wants to give us an abundance, an abounding, but he wants to bring us to this place where there's not just survival, but all sufficiency. We'll read from the NIV and the others later on if we have times. God wants us to go beyond just, just making it. God wants us to become people that live in the all-sufficiency of God. Because God is all-sufficient. God is all-sufficient. And so he wants us to live in him. And in him is all the sufficiency of God. God doesn't want us to scratch through life. God doesn't want us to crawl through life. God doesn't want us to just make it, just, just. You know, you hear people pray things like, I'm okay to just be a doorkeeper in the doors, you know, in heaven. Just, just Lord, make me a doorkeeper in heaven. Or someone says, help me just sweep the streets of heaven. It sounds good. But God is calling his people into a life of abundant grace. So that we live in his sufficiency. We don't rely on ourselves. We don't rely on our strength. We don't rely on our ability. But we rely on the sufficiency of the Lord. And the Lord 
is all and all. The El Shaddai. He is all sufficient. He is more than sufficient. And God calls us to tap into that all sufficiency of God. Amen, church. Grace for all sufficiency. Number four. He says that you always having all sufficiency in all things. Number four is grace always and in all things. That means there's nothing that grace does not cover. In all things, there's no situation that God's grace becomes incapable of helping. There is all grace in all situations. Now, I don't know what you are facing. In the prayer team this morning, we prayed for the church. And we prayed all grace for everyone in the prayer team. And we invite you to join the prayer team from 9.30 a.m. to 10 a.m. We pray just before the service. Please join us. And one of the things we do is we pray for the church. We ask the Lord, bless this church. Bless this country. Let grace be poured out and overflow for every situation. Grace in all things. I don't know what you're facing today. I don't know the pressure. But God's word to you this morning is, there is enough grace for that situation. Amen. There is enough grace. Esther kept asking me, what's your message? What's your message? And I said, Esther, I don't know my message. I don't know because I don't have a message. I think it's about 1 a.m. this morning. Finally, I got the message. And I wrote Esther about 2 a.m. I said, this is not helpful to you, but this is the topic for today. I know she wanted to put that in the Wednesday email. But it's about 1 a.m. And God was just showing me. Tell the church, the Lord was saying to me. Tell the church there is grace for every situation. And always, not sometimes, always. There is always grace. Now, how many of you have been to prison? Let me see your hand. All right, you don't have to raise your hand, don't worry. Um, some people are like, you know, I'm not sure who is in this church, so I'll. Do you see some people in scripture who are singing in prison? What do you call that? That's grace. That's grace. You've been beaten, you've been locked in prison. And you can sing. That is grace. I don't know. You may feel like you're in a prison. Something is choking you. It's uncomfortable. There is grace. Always. And in all things. Number five. All this is leading us somewhere. And 
at the end of that verse, it says that we may have an abundance. See again the abundance. But abundance for what? It says abundance for every good work. So all grace is coming to us. All sufficiency of God. Always, in all things. But it's not an end in itself. It's a means to an end. God wants us to be in this place where we enjoy the abundance of God, the grace of God, the help of God. But it's so that from this abundance, we also have abundance of good works. Anyone who enjoys the abundance of grace will also have an abundance of good works. Because you are touching your world. God's will is as we receive this abundance of grace, this sufficiency of God, always and in all things, God says, you become a communicator of this grace and this love Good works to your community. Good works to your world. Now, some of you are not New King James people like me, so you're reading your Bible and you're saying, that's not what my Bible says. It's an extrapolation of Scripture. But let's read some other verses, or the same verse from other versions. The New Living Translation says, God will generously provide all you need. So you see the concept in there again. God is generously providing everything you need so that then you will always have everything you need and plenty left over to share with others. Amen. Do you see the concept? God will generously provide Everything. So you have everything you need. But look at that. Everything you need and plenty left over. How many of you are asking the Lord, give me what I need, but give me more so that I can share? Can I, can I see your hands? You want, you know, part of my cry, I'm asking the Lord, don't give me what I need. Because the world is in desperate need. Give me an overflow. I mean, we heard about what's happening in Sudan. The needs are amazing. Everywhere there are needs for grace. If God gives us just what we need, then it seems we don't have left over. But God's vision is that he generously provides so that we have left over to share with others. The Amplified takes us a bit into amplification. Some people don't like the Amplified because it kind of stretches things a bit. But it says God is able to make all grace, in brackets, every favor and earthly blessing. Look at that. God wants to give us every favor 
an earthly blessing. You see, there's heavenly blessing. But here it says, every favor, but also earthly blessing. In abundance, so that you may always and under all circumstances and whatever the need, be sufficient, possessing enough for every good work and charitable donation. It's again that abundance. So we're able to bless, to help, to give, to serve. The church of God exists to bless, to give, to serve, to extend the love of God to a world that's in desperate need. NIV says, God is able to bless you abundantly. Again, grace translated here as bless. God is able to bless you abundantly. But there's a reason. So that all things, at all times, having all that you need, you will abound in every good work. The God of all grace, the God of all blessings, the God of all favor, the God of all love, pouring into his church, pouring into his bride. He's saying, I don't want to give you just a little bit. I want to give you an overflow, an abundance. I want to pour out on you. And I want to pray for the church this morning. If you feel you're just, just, just there, we're going to be asking the Lord, Lord, take us beyond just there. Give us an abundance. Amen. Give us an overflow. Give us grace that is enough to share with others. Give us what is, what's going to give us a leftover. Amen. Can we pray together? I don't know where you are, but I know where I am. I am in a place of desperate need every single day. I wake up in the morning and I cry, Lord, grace for today. Abundant grace for today. Do you want to just make that a, a short prayer, Lord? Abundant grace for today and for every day. Abundant grace in all things, all situations, all things. Grace for healing. Grace for financial provision. Grace for marriage. Grace for parenting. Grace for singleness. Grace to forgive. Can I ask the church to rise together?
just before I pray the blessings, please, I want to appeal to the church. If you need some prayers, reach out to someone and say, pray with me. Pray with me. I need more grace. Pray with me. And if you're kind of worried who to talk to, there's the pastoral team. Brother Naji, would you raise your hand? Brother Naji is here. You can reach out to Brother Naji. I think I see Brother John is here. There's Brother Majid. Please, would you raise your hand, Brother Majid? And the, I am there as well. Brother Hendrick also. Brother Mark, who is not around. We want to pray with you. We want to pray with you. We want to stand with you. Let us pray. Father, we ask that the word of God that has been spoken this morning will release to each one of us this abundance, this plenteous grace. Lord, is there someone struggling in the church this morning? Is there a heart crying this morning, needing help in some way? Lord, as a church, we ask, grant him or her the abundant grace. Is there a marriage struggling? Are there young people struggling? Are there singles struggling? Is there a financial crisis? Is there confusion in someone's heart? Oh Lord, we ask, release an abundance of grace. Let the blessings, let the healing, let the provision of God rest upon every one of us this morning. And now, may the God of all grace make all grace to abound over your lives, always and in every situation. In the name of God the Father, in the name of God the Son, in the name of God the Holy Spirit. Let the church of God say, Amen. God bless you, church.